Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Good evening, good morrow, and good day, and welcome to another edition of Slice and Dice, here with the Many Lands campaign. For those of you who are watching live on the stream, no, this is you're not getting a sense of deja vu. I am starting the stream again because we had some technical difficulties which have now been fixed. Because, you know, another week, another technical difficulty, of course. Anyway... Here with me tonight is, of course, our lovely team. Hello, everyone. Our players for this evening. As you can see, uh, we have a, a Malar and a Seth uh, pictures, but uh, we do not have uh, video for them. But they are, I'm assured, here tonight. Hello, guys. <laughs> um, so as for tonight's uh, stream, before we get going, we've uh, got a couple of masters of the audio. Um, we've got a couple of uh, evening to uh, to three cobwebs in a coat. Uh, before we get going to tonight, a couple of shameless plugs for you. First of all, shameless plug. So we've been on our regular schedule for two weeks, which is quite impressive. For, sorry, two sessions, which is quite impressive for us. Uh, however, uh, that schedule is getting disrupted because in two weeks' time, at this time, I will in fact be on stage for. Sh I know you guys. It's like the first time you're hearing this. Um, because uh, <laughs> I am going to be on stage for uh, the production of Our House, the Madness Musical, down in uh, Sleepy Somerset. That's probably not a very nice way to call it, but you know, I grew up there, so it's fine. Uh, in uh, Wellington in Somerset, um, I am playing Joe Casey, who is the lead of the show. Uh, and it's a kind of a coming-of-age story about uh, Joe. Uh, he makes a pivotal decision on his 16th birthday, which results in uh, the entire show being split between one reality and the other dependent upon which way he goes with the decision uh in a kind of sliding doors-esque style moment i would say so we end up following a good joe and a bad joe throughout and seeing how their stories intertwine all accompanied to the soundtrack of madness with um there's a lot of new renditions of old favorites and also if you're a, if you're a fan of madness or you've at least heard some of their songs you'll be surprised how large the repertoire they have is um because i i mean i ended up discovering a lot more madness songs than i had known um through to through the process so i'm sure you guys will too if you come and see it um the show is on the 27th to the 30th of this month uh, that's that's april those of you paying attention um <laughs> you can get uh, tickets on the door i believe um uh, for most nights if you come down uh, to as i said to the wellesley theater in wellington to watch the show um doors i think are at 7 to 7 30 p.m uh on on those nights 27th 28th 29th and the 30th and there's a matinee on the 30th as well so if you can make it all the way down there i i mean wow fantastic i would really appreciate it thank you in advance for coming to support um but if not that's what that's why we haven't got a stream and you can blame me and that uh show entirely for us missing out on our next game that means that our next episode our next session will be on the 11th of may so we've got about a month off after today's one so let's make it a good one uh so with that out of the way more shameless plugs for you shameless plug so uh some of the team here um have been uh, uh have been suffering with the lurgy recently uh but have still for the most part managed to make it onto the stream tonight thank you for coming it's a little shameless plug for you guys just to show appreciation thank you for being here uh, and hope you i uh, hope you at home as well are staying safe and well and uh, looking after yourselves 
and also looking after your memory making sure that you know you don't forget things like whether or, or, or maybe just making sure your perception isn't blurred to the point that you're wondering if what's your the, the thing that you're at that has loads of people in the past is or is not a party because apparently some people suffer with not knowing if that is or isn't a thing uh, but anyway speaking mm. of uh, uh, getting political moving on um <laughs> No, not talk about being political at all. Party must include a cleric, uh, a fighter, a rogue, and uh, a wizard. Indeed. If you're assembling a balanced party, if you're assembling a balanced party, you do need to cover the four cornerstones, right? So you need uh, a spellcaster, you need a beefy fightery type, you need a stealthy type, and you need a healy type to, you know, go with those... those, uh, old-school D&Ds or tropes. Anyway, moving swiftly on to something a lot cheerier about good deeds being done by good people over to Bart's. Give us a nice little, uh, uh, another another little plug. I know you did it once already tonight, but uh, no worries. it's the first time. Um, Go ahead. I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm reeling at that segue. Um, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, so I am, uh, for my sins, going to be walking the best part of 40 miles, and by the best part I mean one mile less than 40 miles. Uh, in the space of under two weeks in June of this year. Um, first one uh, on the 18th of June, and then the other one, I can't remember exactly how uh, long after that, but uh, uh, less than two weeks, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, but I'm doing this, apart from you know just being a, a crazy person, um, I'm doing this in order to raise money for Macmillan Cancer Support uh, and their fine work, um, providing assistance to people both suffering or people close to other people who are suffering from the big C, which, uh, you know, affects uh, an enormous number of people still. Um, (coughs) I am doing a hike in the Lake District, uh, 26 miles, and another one in Yorkshire uh, shortly thereafter uh, of 13 miles. Uh, I have, Ray, I am uh, at two-thirds of my fundraising target, uh, though obviously, you know, um, the, the sky is the limit with these things because it's raising money for a good cause. Um, anyone who has some uh, cash that they can spare and is willing and able to send it my way, you are uh, wonderful people. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Uh, Jack has put a link to my Just Giving page that I have set up for it on the uh, Slice and Dice Twitch page. So, yeah, come on down and, um, you know, uh, uh, within reason and as, as without um, causing your personal finances any serious damage. Um, give early, give often. Thank you very much. No problem, but thank you. Uh, Shameless plug. Just playing, just playing the noise. Uh, so, for those of you who are um, who are watching us on Catch Up on YouTube or listening to us via podcast, if you do, if you're listening and you go, you know what, I do have uh, two pennies to spare, and I would love to give to this cause. Come to the Twitch page, and then you'll find the link to Bart's Just Giving Base. That's probably the, the simplest way of doing things without anyone getting confused. Go for it. Uh, so, opening up to the rest of the team now, uh, does anyone else have any shameless plugs or anything they'd like to talk about before we jump in with tonight's stream? I see a hand up. Marshall, go ahead. I'll do a little thing. It's not a Do a little a thing, plug, yeah. But as everyone is slightly aware, I may have too many fancy handmade dice from fancy handmade people. Um... Handmade tail. <laughs> Don't think about that too carefully. Um... I use Etsy a lot. There's a lot of sellers on there. Etsy have had a wonderful, wonderful year of massive, massive profits thanks to all the people on Etsy and all the people 
is staying at home and making things and buying things. Uh, their response was to give their CEO a bonus and then up everyone's fees. Uh, they've added new fees. They've increased the fees on existing things uh, and are basically uh, squeezing the, the sellers for all they've got, despite the sellers being their only source of income. Uh, so looking it up, apparently 14,000 Etsy sellers are on strike this week. Uh, they're either closing their shops down or for at least some of the days of that week um, with some very reasonable demands. Um, so yeah, uh, if if you are an Etsy buyer, uh, hold off this week um, and hopefully we can get people back to, you know, at, at least the previous rates. Don't know if they were fair or not, but at least they were not as unfair as they are trying to put them. Yeah, I mean, there's something that sounds very eerily similar to our um, uh, to with our, our sort of fuel companies, really, at the moment. Be like, ah, oh, record profits, but everything's got to go up at the same time. Hmm. Mm. Although perhaps slightly different reasons, but still, um, either yeah, way, at not least, good. At least the fuel companies are technically supplying that fuel. Yes, indeed. Etsy, indeed. Etsy is supplying a website. Um, don't know if the value of the website has gone off up. Anyway, uh, anyway, <laughs> yay, dice and rolling of the dice, which some of you may remember at the end of the last session, our characters leveled up. And as is tradition, uh, <laughs> some parts very excited. That was, that was an amazing, amazing expression. I need to screenshot that. Um, uh, everyone remembers Marshall rolling his hit dice for, for Leobrin, which true to form... <laughs> Still a two, so he's level eight and on thirteen HP. Just defy the odds again, and I'm here for it. Um, anyway, without any further ado, unless anyone has anything else to add, new, new, cool. Uh, then let's jump in with tonight's session here in the Manylands campaign on Slice and Dice. And we are back. So, last time in the Manylands campaign, you lovely people, um, <clears throat> we're kind of dealing with the aftermath of the attack 
on the Salisen Inn by, uh, it appeared to be, um, sorcerers and spellcasters from the Kobold Kingdom, along with thieves from the Crafty Crew, who are also a collection of kobolds with different affiliation. Um, but they seem to be working together. Uh, and the two dragonborn representatives of the Moonrunners, who you were talking to, Pentel and Telereka Renshaw, brother and sister, suggest um, that uh, this, in fact, could be the case, that the two of them are sort of working together, uh, and suggest that perhaps the Kobold Kingdom would have hired the Crafty Crew rather than the other way around, uh, as they're the sort of the bigger organisation below ground. Uh, though it's unclear um, if these two entities are just after the PCs. Brina does uh, does know that they were after the PCs, but it's not known what their affiliation is with the Moonrunners, whether they're looking to move in on the Moonrunner patch or not. Either way, it puts both teams on the same side, as in the Moonrunners and yourselves, the PCs, appear to be sort of uh, the enemy of my enemy kind of feel to it you know if they're if they're after you guys they might be after them you guys should probably work together and so they have offered uh, some more information for you as well as to investigate further into the uh, suspects on your list behind the uh, the assassination attempt against the king um and as part of this aid to you guys, they uh, suggest uh, the lizard folk companion, or at least the shape-changing lizard folk companion, who's actually a dragonborn by the name of Dox, played by our lovely guest Jess, um, goes along with you uh, on your investigation. As uh, she has lived in the Dragonborn Kingdom for a long, long time, so you're going to know her way around and going to know, sort of have her own contacts. Uh, what? It's unbeknownst, I think, to the Moonrunners and yourselves at this point, but to us as the audience know, is that Dot also has an affiliation with uh, the Enforcers as well. So she's got her fingers in a few pies, or her claws in a few pies, should we say. Um, and they, get, they also gave you a couple more sort of hints of directions to go forward with uh, in your investigation, including um, the uh, a line of inquiry to Dudra Denish, the leader of the Silver Sector, uh, because they apparently are in a lot of debt to Caladan Lambold. That may be an angle that you can lean on, possibly, uh, to get information from uh, from them. Uh, or, in fact, uh, Nither Xerox, um, which particularly took Brucon's interest, because uh, he is the Lord General of the militia in Herthir. He's the militia head on the Dragon Council. And, you know, if any sort of coup were to take place, you're probably going to want the military on side. Uh, so he would be a person of import. And, to sweeten the pot even further, has been the sole sort of driving force behind um, attacking the Kobold Kingdom below ground. And so, you know, given your recent encounter uh, that no one died from, although it came very close at one point, um, you uh, uh, you probably have a good in with Nether Xerox at this point, given the amount of Kobold scalps, not actual scalps, not literal scalps, but the amount of Kobolds that you have brought to justice. Uh, so far in your dealings. So, um, after uh, ascertaining this, and Brucon inquired sort of about the relation between the Royal Guard and the militia, if they get on, you learned a bit about the history between the the, uh, uh, the Black Dragonborn and the Gold Dragonborn and their sort of fights for control over Hearth here before the formation of the Dragon Kingdom. The Dragonborn Kingdom is basically a little bit of a lore dump. Um, you uh, get the information that you need that the royal guard aren't infallible but probably the closest thing to that would be captain auburn um who's been noted as the most sort of reliable sort of uh righteous individual uh, and also happens to be um 
if memory would stir within you. That uh, that was the same captain of the Royal Guards that took all your weapons when you first arrived there, uh, including the bone dagger, which was then given to the king. Uh, so anyway, um, with all this information, you decide that, you know what, we're going to sleep on it because it's getting late and, uh, you know, we kind of need to level up. No, we didn't. I mean, we weren't metering this, but it was getting late and you guys probably needed to go to bed. Um, so Docs uh, agrees uh, to meet you guys in the morning at Bronzalurgy. However, unbeknownst to the rest of you, she decides to stealthily follow you because clearly she still doesn't trust you. And, you know, she's just that, that, that kind of suspicious type, I guess. Um, the rest of you go back to Bronzalurgy and uh, go to uh, have your night's rest. Brina um, has a secret meeting with Malar um, to discuss um, Seth's uh, scimitar, which she has been quite suspicious of for some time. Uh, that there's something weird going on with it, especially because during the fights, uh, she overheard the slurping noise coming from the blade as it was sucking up blood. And uh, Seth discovered that this was indeed the case when he experimented with the sword on himself in the room that evening. And no, that's not a euphemism. He genuinely cut himself with that sword to see what would happen. Um, and it did indeed suck up the blood. So yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Anyway, um, you all go to bed. Some of you have some interesting dreams. Brucon has a vision of the seesaw, the party on one end, some sort of malevolent force shrouded in red on the right with him, Brucon, in the middle on the fulcrum. Like, hmm, maybe he tips the balance. Who knows? It's impressionist. You, there's a number of things you could draw from this, but it's all quite vague. Uh, then uh, Malar has a, a dream, memories of his childhood. And in that dream of his childhood, he then overhears some voices. Um, which he ascertains are that of the eight, the eight gods who seem to be watching over this particular scene. Um, he recognises the voice of Festir, the god of plenty, and his sort of uh, patron deity, if you like, um, who uh, warns the god of truth, Omenak, otherwise known as Steve, uh, sorry, as Keith. Festir is known as Steve. It gets confusing. But anyway, he warns Omenak not to meddle in what's going on with the party because that will alter the course of the future as the god of truth well knows but there will be uh the materials that the party will need for what is to come will be provided to them of course because he is the god of plenty and this is what he does uh, so hopefully everything will be fine so that was kind of a nice dream which is you know then the dream started to get a bit weirder as we went on to leobrin and he was uh, he visited uh the third of the sisters that he was meant to locate uh, this one revealing her name to be Etherel, uh, who seems to be a very glamorous elven maid living in a cave underneath the palace, which is all very strange. Uh, and apparently, this wasn't just a this wasn't just a dream; it was a dream of a physical location uh, that does actually exist. And she implored Leo to meet her there, offering um, as a little parting gift before he left the dream a kiss upon his cheek, which was in direct opposition to the kiss already on his other cheek from his patron, Lady Aranth. What could be the, the significance there? The symbolism, let's find out. And then finally, uh, uh, the dreams got even weirder because Seth, who usually has quite weird dreams anyway, when he's uh, underwater and speaking to his patron, uh, who goes by many names, including Chechenobagula, but also known as The Voice, uh, starts speaking to him and then suddenly disappears and instead is replaced by an elegant, pale, sort of alabaster white elf on a very dark, eight-pronged throne uh, with a very long uh, black gown and piercing red eyes who uh, seems particularly interested in Seth because of the 
scimitar that he carries, the one that's been drinking the blood. Uh, that apparently was a weapon of her disciples, uh, who are all drow like herself. And uh, she has basically offered for Seth to become a disciple of hers on the condition that she feeds. See, he feeds her by killing people with the scimitar because then it, it drinks the blood and that feeds her. And that's, there's nothing weird or suspicious about that at all. And in exchange, she will make him stronger. Uh, and in order to prove this point, and this is where we pick things up, Seth, you awaken uh, inside your room uh, in the tavern uh, where you are not alone. There is a small uh, kind of devilish looking creature uh, with sort of little leathery wings. Um, in some ways, sort of as you're from the pirate isles, I would say this is somewhat re reminiscent of like a, a, a monkey, like a small sort of, you know, um, type, that sort of type creature. Um, but instead of a uh, the normal sort of fairy tale, this has a scorpion's tail uh, and has a little goatee and little horns. Uh, and looks up, looks up at you in awe and admiration. Yes, master. Oh, what are you? Hello. I've been sent to assist you. Yes. Sorry, who sent... Now it's a stupid question, isn't it? Um, how the lady. are you going to assist me? However you wish, Master. I'm yours to command. Uh, what can you do? I can do many things. I can, uh, I can turn into other, I can turn into animals, I could turn invisible, I could sting things with my tail, uh, I could pick things up, I could, I could, uh, fold your clothes, I could, uh, prepare meals for you, I, I could, uh, if you had a pet, I could walk it, uh, I can fly, uh, uh, I could, uh, I, I could fill in your, your tax returns if you had to, the, such forms to fill in. This is, you're, this is going to be useful. Yes, um, useful is my middle name. You look probably. You look quite. Name? Do you have a name? Do I have a name? I'll have whatever name you give me, sir. That's, uh, I'll call you uh, Rallum. Rallum, 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 Rallum. Yes, yes. Look. For now, can you be less conspicuous for now? Yes, I, as I said, I could turn invisible. I could turn into uh, an animal, if that is helpful for you, sir. What What can you turn into? Ah, uh, well, I I don't actually. Uh, well, what would you like me to turn into? I could turn into a bird, or a uh, maybe a, a spider, or or, uh, or something else that's in the stat block that Jack hasn't looked at yet. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much the only two I remember actually but that is perfect um, can you turn into a bird for me? yes master what kind of bird would you like me to turn into? Uh, raven oh yes yes I could uh, one moment he turns into a, a, a raven as you describe greyish beak now I'm going to be meeting up with my party. Don't um, 
speak in front of them or transform into uh, your previous shape in front of them. You know what? For now, it's better if you don't appear in front of them until I find a better time to introduce you. Perfect. Uh, you know, rather than just being invisible, like near me for it, can you go away for a little bit until I can I call you back? Can I summon you? When it's just up to you, can speak. What? When it's just us in the room, you can speak. Oh, yes, yes, master, yes. Uh, uh, yes, I, 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 you can. Yes, you can you can dismiss me at will and uh, summon me again. That is not a problem. Whatever you want. Cool. Uh, I'll I'll give it a try. Then. So I'm going to use a bonus action to dismiss him. <laughs> and uh, no. And I'm going to puff a disappears. <laughs> oh, I'm back. Yes, you called, master. And uh, just 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 testing, and then disappear again. And oh. I'm going to leave him gone to and be like, cool. This is a good morning bad night but good morning and i think the, the morning can only go up from here and i'm yes. going to go downstairs to join the others Don't so shake you... your head dk the, the stream can't see you but i can so you <laughs> um, that, 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 that's who is that is i'm doing it for <laughs> <laughs> an audience of one uh so you guys head on down uh, sorry james um seth heads on downstairs uh the rest of the party has already gathered at this point, just uh, having their breakfast. I'm going to assume that Docs is also would probably was well was probably actually first first there. Let's be let's be real. She's already there yeah, waiting. She was, she was absolutely the first person there. Yeah. Uh, so the rest of the sort of party have coalesced around her around a specific table, which Seth very easy to pick out your group because well you know then they're not all dragonborn and well there's a, a very tall Loxodon and there's a very small uh, gnome. Uh, so you know. They stick out, uh, your, your eclectic group. Um, and it's actually, Neris is the first to sort of notice you, and she just does a double take. Just looks completely confused. Uh, what? And that kind of prompts everyone else to look in your direction. And everyone else now sees that Seth has red eyes, which he did not have before. When you say <laughs> red eyes, do you mean just like the... The color, like, uh, instead of like the blue is red, or the whole yeah, the iris. Uh, okay. Much like Neris's eyes, the iris is red. Okay, cool. That's, that's, yeah, le that's less, less, <laughs> yeah, less, less freaky than a fully red sclera, which is the point at which people start going uh, as they look at you. <laughs> uh. no, I have, have less sense for why is every part of your eye red. Yeah, like, fair, oh, I right. don't think Seriously, it would matter bloodshot. to the party. I think we still freak out. <laughs> what, what, what color were Seth's eyes beforehand? Hold on. Uh, yes, what color were Seth's eyes beforehand? Yes, uh, good question. Eye colored? Is it not on your uh, character sheet? I don't think I went into as much detail as ca color, like eye color. I apologize. It looks, it looks... It's a, a light blue gray. Yeah. Right. Okay, so noticeable difference. Good. Just what we want. This is what we all want. <laughs> oh, Mr. By the way, Jack, Jeff, are you feeling all right? 
yeah, fine, thanks. Bad sleep, but uh, good morning so far. <laughs> How are you? This is nice. Oh, that all shoots a look at Brina. Mello, we should have done it yesterday. We shouldn't have waited. <laughs> oh, Mr. Sephar, as a wandering deacon of my parish, uh, it is one of my uh, responsibilities to dispense uh, some uh, medical uh, fortitude to yourself. Uh, you are indeed overdue a medical exam by me, Mr. Seth. This won't take a minute. Uh, Mallow gets up and grabs Seth's head. Grabs his head between his two hands and just opens up his eyes so he can really get a good look in there. What are you doing? I am resisting. Oh, Mr. You are not well. Uh, have you had any uh, consultations with spirits from another plane? No, just an <laughs> elephant telling my face in a morning. Mr. Seth, have you lying. seen yourself this morning? <laughs> what is happening? Casting Zone of Truth right now. Why is okay. everyone drunk? <laughs> what the hell is happening? Okay, so you're Mr. casting Seth, Zone of Truth. Your eyes are red. I, I'm assuming, guys. I don't know. Um, I didn't sleep very well. Yours is a little bloodshot. Uh, are you casting oh, no. this, Brino, with um, the wand? With yes. Irrefutable? Okay, right, so this is the extra potent version of Zone of Truth. So everyone within the zone uh, either willingly fails or will have to make um, the save. Uh, please remind me, uh, remind me, Angelique, what that is. That is a charisma save for the DC 18. <laughs> um, I, Brucon's going to attempt it. Just uh, Brucon's not the kind of person who wants to be super tied down about whether or not he's going to choose to lie in any given moment so he would ideally like to keep his I think it's like an instinctive thing of trying to keep his options open mm. but but this is unlikely to be a successful save oh my god what was the DC again 18 18 oh, cleared it by one baby nice oh wow you have to try again in six seconds though I know I know I know <laughs> oh cold that's cold I don't attempt it unless I actually am trying to say something first of all. It seems this is yeah. the where, where Zone of Truth breaks breaks down a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Was everyone here? Um. Yeah, we met. Oh, downstairs. I'll roll. Yes, but oh, I think sorry. It, no one else. No one else but Seth is actively trying to. I, 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 well, I don't know about Docs actually, but um, I just like. I just like. The well, Neris failed. Oh no. <laughs> How did everyone uh, else do? Jess, Docs. how did uh, Docs do on the... What's the save again? Uh, Charisma. Charisma, yeah. yeah. Which you okay. should be theoretically quite good at. Dirty 20. Docs is, Docs is fine so far. And I believe that you, um, as the caster, will know who's succeeded and who's failed, correct? Yeah. Cool. So you can note that. Time to delete the party. <laughs> uh, uh, oh my! Oh, I've only sorry. I've only just seen that uh, Pavel has now subscribed. Is on eighteen an eighteen month streak. Woo! Mad Pavel, mad, you absolute madman. Mad Thank you so much. That's awesome. Uh, hashtag fate dies. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, 
So Seth failed as well. The the, the save. Probably the most critical yeah. person here. Yeah, sorry, bud. Uh, okay. With the natural one. With the natural one. Oh, oh somebody God. did not want you to succeed. Um, all right. I was going to um, save my inspiration for the second dice, thinking, yeah, I can, I can pass one check. Fucking natural one. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> it's the way the dice go sometimes. Uh, so, Brina, over to you. Okay. Seth, you, I... I... I don't know what's happening, but we want to help you, okay? We want to help. So now you tell us again. What's been happening? Well, I woke up. I came downstairs. A giant man has grabbed my face and... Before that. That's that's my day so far. Is you? I've had my face grabbed. He said, I've got red eyes. Here's a pretty bloodshot. He's got crazy look in his eyes. Yeah, she just bulldozes right through that. Before that, I mean, I woke up. I've been talking to myself in my room. Talking to Rallum. Yourself? Everyone talks to themselves. I I, I wake up, look in the mirror, go, You can do this. I didn't do that today. Obviously, I'd seen red eyes. So, when you say red, do you mean like bloodshot? Um, <laughs> well, no, Malar hasn't let go yet. Like he's still clamped onto Seth's head. I will also add that this version of Zone of Truth, you cannot avoid the truth. Either. So you, so 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 when you said about talking to yourself, you would all you would also have to admit about talking to your friends. <laughs> yeah. But I did talk to myself. <laughs> yes, but you can't that avoid. Was true. <laughs> I asked you what you were doing. You can't avoid telling me. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, those. Who... Meanwhile, um, those who. What I did. Uh, Brucon and Docs need to roll their charisma saves again. <laughs> or, or you could just fail. It's either way. <laughs> look at that. I failed. Although, astonishingly, I failed by one. And, and Brucon has a plus two bonus to charisma saves. So, that's what, those are two nice. staggeringly good. 18, 18, yeah. Oh, no! 18. It's fine, though. Brina's absolutely not focused on them. She's only focused on stuff. Dox is like, I'm staying quiet. Given that this is apparently a supercharged version of Zone of Truth that not only makes it impossible to, to deceive, but compels you to disclose things, I, I think it's probably a bit more... Um, I think it's potentially an issue for ducks. <laughs> yep. Uh, yes. Questions are asked. It's, yes, if, uh, as long as they're not directed at you, you should be all right. It's given to Brina by Omanek himself, so it will be overpowered. And the best way to avoid it is to not have Brina become suspicious enough to cast it. <laughs> or you could, you, uh, you equally could walk outside of the zone if you were bothered about yes. it, because. Because nobody's actually physically holding yeah, you down. Yeah, Seth, however, feet radius. Um, I think that's it's what it was. It's something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, you <laughs> so it's like, I'm just going to go to the bar and it just disappears outside of the zone. <laughs> uh, right. So yes, Seth. go ahead. Um, yeah, um, I was saying to James, you can't, you can't avoid telling us what happened. <laughs> I thought it was so. I have to speak, so I can't. So if you ask me a question, I can't just remain silent. Like it forces no, me. You're to compelled speak, to say the truth. Yeah. 
and I was talking to myself because I did say to myself, today's going to be a lovely morning. It's going to go up from here. <laughs> so that is the truth. Yes, but not the only truth. I asked what you were doing before. You can't be evasive. Was, you can't be it, evasive, you, exactly. You can be evasive with the normal one. You can't yes. be evasive with this one. Exactly. I know it's no fun, buddy. I'm sorry. It's it's more it's it's meant to be used on the NPCs, not the PCs. <laughs> and I was talking to my familiar. <laughs> Your what? It's, it's a genuine crime, can I just say? It's a genuine tragedy that we can't... Ha that not everyone can see James yeah. right now. <laughs> this is yeah. incredible. Poor lamb. Yeah. Had him for five fucking minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's this familiar you're talking about? My familiar that... I have just sworn. I've just figured out how to summon it today. It's true. No. How did you do that? Magic. Where true. did you get it from? <laughs> from where I get my magic from, from the same place as which is where? Praying for it. I prayed, oh. and I was given magic. I don't know. Who gave? I see. Mallard grabs Seth by the, the lapels on his jacket and lifts him up in the air. Like, who? Who gave you this? This? These elf gun games? I don't know who. Now put me down. Well, Malar, we're trying to help, remember? I lower him back down. <laughs> okay, and I'm gonna sit cross-legged in front of Seth, and even though he's way taller than me... Um, okay, so we're, we're standing, so you are, are yes. you at like knee height now? Yes. And I'm going to be like, okay, um, we're not trying to corner you here, we're just concerned. So, I'm gonna sit here and keep casting Zone of Truth on you until you tell me everything. Um, <laughs> Neris kind of st steps up, steps up at this. Um, this doesn't seem very fair. He's, he, he's, everyone has secrets and he's on our team. Like, this doesn't, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. This is worse, this is worse than the gimp table. Okay, it's worse than the gimp table. I'm, and she just goes to her room. Pulls out a hip flask and offers it to Leo and says, "You want some? This is not about you, but this is this is pretty great." This is, uh, yes, I think I need that. This seems, yes. Yeah, oh. himself. Um, Brucon passes um, Leo his hip flask filled with um, fire water. Leo Brin. Kind of puts that. Did I say? Li the table, did I say Leo Brin? On the head, just like, yeah, we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. Uh, you don't uh, know. I was gonna say, Leobrin, with his uh, wonderful constitution, <laughs> drinks Brucon's fire water. Please <laughs> <laughs> nice. make a constitution check, check please. <laughs> check, please. <laughs> check, please. Uh, uh, 
Holy moly. Uh, 18 minus 1 is 17. If I'm, nice. if I'm, it's a, it is a strong brew, but it is an enjoyable one. Mm, goes goes down, down smooth. smooth. Mm. Uh, Brucon gives him a hearty slap on the back. No, I would. <laughs> yeah, you know he's fine. <laughs> oh, you did um, well. <laughs> no. Um, a strong boy though. He's he just he shake it off. He'd be fine. Um, Brina, you also feel a stirring in your pocket, and out of it appears a familiar, a familiar sight. Uh, it's the little the little rat. No, nibbles. Fuck. I forgot I had him. <laughs> familiar, familiar. Wait, the proof. As he comes out, I just think, God, I want to kill that rat. Oh, well, so you said you had a familiar. Oh, I've been offering for a while to be a familiar. In fact, I thought that would be yours. And he kind of nuzzles into Brina's neck. Yeah, you uh, are mine. You so but much. I need you to go away now because we're trying to figure out what's going on with Seth, okay? Okay. Go away forever. Brucon, Brucon, Brucon turns. Actually, like, look into her pocket. But you are, though. I like you very much. And then... okay, Brucon was was in the midst of reacting to that, but, but then when Brina kind of did the after, you know, the the the, um, the post released spin on the ball um, to sort of um, mollify things a bit, he kind of goes, oh, okay. <laughs> she dismissed her familiar in her own way. <laughs> yep. All right. And you're going to glance around to the others. I know you don't like him. I'll keep him quiet. I've got nothing against this. A fine rat. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Brina. I'm going to be honest with you, not least because I don't have any alternative. Um, <laughs> I think I think Darius does have a point. There's, this is a little... Um, intrusive um and uh it seems seems to be a poor you know seth's a he's a he's an, an odd fish to be sure but he, he's he's always been uh you know reliable by our side on our side he's put his he's put his um body on the line multiple times uh for us this seems to me like a a slightly uh, rough way to treat a fellow um uh, I agree. Know. I don't like that Malara picked him up at all. I'm concerned for him. That sword well, was, was uh, slurping up blood. It's concerning. It is concerning, but uh, and, uh, I, I agree that being picked up by the head by a, a large elephant fellow is probably not something I would that particularly too much, want to happen. It's on his um, trunk again. I think there's also maybe something about um, compelling a friend to tell you absolutely anything you want to know about them that that's a little um uh it's a bit of a sort of violation of their uh personal autonomy if you get me well it's not like i'm asking him about his lovers just about what's happening <laughs> i mean well maybe he doesn't maybe it, it's maybe what's happening is uh something he he has reasons not to want to disclose fully to you um seth uh why, why uh, are you comfortable with being asked these questions um, while being compelled to answer them uh, fully? No. Okay. Why not? May I ask why not? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's worse! What <laughs> <laughs> follow-up? I was so on Team Brucon that I was like, Brucon, you're, you're you're so on my side. I was like, DM, give him some inspiration. He's my best friend right now. 
I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to give him inspiration for that because that's genius. <laughs> Why don't you want us to pry? Oh, because of this. Does Brucon have inspiration? Uh, yeah, I'll give you inspiration, yeah. Sick. Yeah. That was very good. <laughs> I don't want to tell you because I don't know all the answers. Oh, I didn't know that was the answer. And would we well, not be able I'm to help concerned. you with finding out? Yeah, we would help. So, I mean, if, if it's confusion that's the problem, then that's something we can we can definitely help with. We're your friends. If you're if you're worried, we're here for you. I'm not used to trusting people, so I didn't. I don't usually tell people stuff. I just want to briefly. Uh, this is a lovely role-playing moment, and I'm sorry to, to to pull us out of it again. But the the tone of voice that you're using for this game <laughs> is amazing. It's it's like it's it's such a massive disconnect between what you're saying and the delivery. I love it. Um. Anyway, sorry. Back in the moment. Steph doesn't know what he's answering. He's saying it. He's like, oh shit, I didn't know that. No, it's, no, it's great. It I works. love it. I, I'm, yeah. not in any way a criticism. I just think it's fantastic. Um... <laughs> The dissonance is fantastic. Yeah. Brina's going to look at to Seth at that. Um, and she looks a little sad. So, you're hiding because you're afraid that we wouldn't help you? I think so. Huh. Okay. She drops Zone of Truth. Okay. Okay. I'm Brina, ha Brina have some inspiration. You. Thank you. I'm not going to force you if it's a matter of trust, I understand. We were just worried that something nefarious was going on, and we're worried for you. That's all. Yeah, yes, I mean, I will say, Seth, the eye thing is, it, it's it's a little, uh, off, it, it's a little off-putting, given some of the stuff that we've, um, I mean, look, I stabbed myself with a dagger in, uh, in the chest as part of a dark magical ritual that brought someone back from the dead and, and my eyes didn't go red so um, it, it's a little concerning. Do, do you have any idea what might have caused that? I didn't know my eyes were red until someone grabbed my face and I've hmm. been up about 10 minutes so no I wasn't aware of what could what had made my eyes red I and I wanted to incite Brina when she said that she, she wanted to Wanted to help. I wanted uh, when she said that last line. I said I wanted to do an insight check. Oh, go for it. Uh, so if you're doing an insight check, Brina, if you're being just if you're being deceptive 13. at all, uh, then roll a deception check. What did you get, James? Thirteen. Completely truthful. I'm going to pass her my scimitar. You wanted to look at it. You sure that you want me to? It's fine. Okay. Pro uh, probably good. We don't. We, you know, uh, there's an, there's every chance you could have been being controlled by some sort of demonic force that was forcing you to do things. Yeah. Uh, Rena will um, ritually cast identify. Okay, so over the next 10 minutes, you uh, will cast us that. Um, is anyone doing anything in those 10 minutes? Or are we all just um, waiting uh, all with bated breath? Sort of just stand there and go, so, 
How does everyone sleep? Ah. <laughs> uh, so. Remember the weird la- the weird the weird ladies the weird the weird ladies thing. Got going on. Uh, more specific. We've met a lot of weird people. Uh the 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 the, the me ones the. The, no more specific. The, the, hags, the werewolf, the, the werewolf one, or a different one. The the, the fae, the hags, the orbs. The, oh, with the birds, yeah, the carriage the with the birds. Yes. That, that, yes. yes. Uh, so one of them, them uh, dream visited me. Um, I think. Was it a sex dream? <laughs> I think. Um, sure, anyway, are you sure someone visited you? I mean, it could have just... Well, well, we could go find out. There's, If my dream is correct, there's a cave on the beach below the castle. Hmm, interesting. That's a specific dream. Why, why did the hag ladies want to tell you about a cave here? That's a good question that we'll probably find out if we go there. <laughs> And I okay. would rather go there with a bunch of support. Well, I'm very happy to support you, but could we maybe fi- try and find something out about the cave before we go into? I mean, I don't oh, remember yes. those. I don't remember those uh, ladies being, you know, explicitly out for all our blood. But I also don't recall them being, um, you know, uh, overtly on our side. So it, it seems to me that we should maybe do a bit of research before we just head into a cave that appeared to you in a dream uh, with a via a ambiguous messenger. I, I do. I suppose we could do some uh, heroic research before we heroically quest into a cave. Um, with all due respect, um, what has this got to do with uh, the assassination? I mean, that's a good question. Um, but we don't know. I think is the look. Um, it, it's Docs, right? Is that, that it, it, Docs is your name? Do it. Do, does Bruca know that out of character? Yes. Yeah. Judd. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. As I, I couldn't remember. You know, layers of subterfuge across multiple yeah. weeks. Um, uh, <laughs> no so problem. Bruca, yeah. I mean, you raise a you raise a very fine point, Docs. But I, I'll be honest with you. Um, when it look, I'm not a magic. I'm not a magical person. But um, based on our experiences so far. You know, magical visions are, um, you know, worth, worth paying a certain amount of attention to. They, they have a, a bit of a way of um, throwing you into a situation that you, um, you know, now I think about it, I was going to say that, that you benefit from, but I'm not entirely convinced that's true. Hold on. Um, and Brucon starts kind of like um, r- rifling through his memory banks going, well, there was the one about the Eerie, which kind of worked in our favor, except it did land us here in her theory and... if um, magic is behind something they will kill people with magic if everybody was not killed with magic they would kill the poison so why would the um, magic be involved it's a fair point um I, I I just always found it quite interesting to follow strange ladies into weird locations um, but maybe what I you do in your that. spare time <laughs> with um, the gimp table and all that stuff is in your business. Yes, I, I, 
I am realizing that now. That's <laughs> insight I just found, just had at this point in time. I'm, I'm second again. You're sure this was a dream that someone else was in? Wasn't just uh, yes, yes, some definitely... roleplay stuff in your mind? No, no, no. Those, uh, I mean, yes, I know the difference. Those are different. I, I, w- I would imagine. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> the stream of consciousness is beautiful, you guys. Trust the first thing I said. Yeah. What I said was. <laughs> Definitely different. Has the identifier finished on the sword yet? Uh, yes, we'll say the, t- the 10 minutes is now elapsed. And Bria, yes. Um, so with identify, uh, yeah, you recognize this. Um, so you would understand the properties of this sword. It is scimitar of speed. Um, okay, but would I get anything that would explain the eyes or anything else like that? Or the slurping? You do not from identify no. Okay. Um, Seth? Yeah? Here's your weapon back. Um, whatever's going on within it is beyond my magic. It looks like a normal magical scimitar to me. But obviously what's happened, um, the blood slurping thing? It should not do that. It doesn't have those properties. So, that's something else. That's concerning. I don't know what that could be. I'm sorry. Um, you, you're not on the zone of truth, so it's up to you how you respond. But I, could you tell us more about the familiar and whoever gave that to you? Because it might be related. Uh, all I know is I wanted magic I did what Mala told me about asking higher powers for magic I don't know who they are and he's gone in dog mode I did what Mala suggested of talking to talking to other powers when I and something answered back, and I was able to use magic. Yeah, I didn't want anything from me, just to do as I've been doing. I can't blame you for that. That's pretty much me and Keith and my want, so I can't blame you for that. Cast the Zone of Truth quickly. Okay. I'll cast the Zone of Truth again. I'll, I'll willingly fail it. Nibbles fails. Yeah. Uh, Brucon will <laughs> Brucon willingly fails, uh, if only to save time. And I'll say <clears throat> I've enjoyed traveling with everyone and your uh, best people I could have traveled with and I would never do anything to betray you and if anyone messed with you I would always be on your side and cancel the stuff cancel the stuff turn it off no I'm not turning it off yet Seth 
Look at me. Yeah, yeah. We I'm feel the same it. way about you, and we're going to help you with this thing. <clears throat> Thank you. Turn it off. No. Turn it off. Turning it off. <laughs> Seth, have some Can inspiration. That that whole exchange. Very generous with the inspiration tonight, aren't I? But but it's been very good. It's been very enjoyable. Um, so Brucon turns to Docs and says, "You know, you know, you do make a, a good point. We we do have. Um, I mean, actually, it occurs to me that we've got a few different um, sort of things that are potentially on our um, plate here. Just just from. I mean, I can't speak about this whole scimitar thing. It seems to me that um, up until the moment that Seth tries to." Um, actually do anything to us i'm going to go ahead and assume he's the same trustworthy chap that he's uh, he, he has been up until now but uh, you know maybe we all agree to keep an eye on him um and you know if we see any uh further uh, alarming or unexpected um developments then you know we we uh we respond uh, as and when but you know i mean the chap's eyes have changed color it's it's odd certainly but it doesn't really put me in fear for my life um more, more, uh, more of a challenge is is where we where we go now because we have actually quite a few different um, uh, sort of paths we could go down. Um, so there's we have two pretty solid potential leads um, about uh, people on the council um, to to look into, uh, namely um, Dudra Denish and uh, Nither Xerox. Uh, Dudra Denish to investigate and Nither Xerox potentially to um, uh, establish some kind of um, relationship with um, but also uh, there's this um, Goblin Shaman and uh, Leobrin's dream so uh, we, we probably need to try and figure out a way to sort of prioritize them um, it seems and, and our, what I'll say is that our uh, our Goblin captive we, we, we're coming under pretty sustained uh, attack from uh, sorry I say Goblin uh, I meant Kobold um, We've been coming under pretty sustained attack from Kobolds, so it seems to me we ought to, someone, uh, one of us at least, ought to try and um, uh, un uncover um, a bit more about what's going on. And it seems to me that, Brina, you've demonstrated that you are the um, ideal interrogator, really. Um, so uh, uh, my vote would be for Brina, with with perhaps uh, someone accompanying her, sh um, should she feel she needs it, to... Uh, go and find out a bit more about what's going on with all these bloody kobolds appearing everywhere. Um, but then potentially some of the rest of us could um, track down, could, could set off on one or more of the other leads. You can do that. Mr. Brugon, the weapon of the like good like Sorry, uh, Dan, go ahead. Oh, uh, Mr. Brugon, that's a idea, and I would like to uh, volunteer myself for uh, assisting Ms. Breener, if she would have me. Always, Malar. Um, it's an interesting... Uh, the one thing I will say, Malar, is that you... Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you you were also pretty good at um, extracting the truth from the unwilling um, via magical means, yes? Well, it's not so much me, Mr. But it's more the gods working through me, and Malar, Seth, and I at that point. Right, point taken. But nevertheless, I mean, you you are the you are the, the man on the spot when it comes to the, the God's will. So, um, I, I, the the only thing I wonder is whether it'd be handy having um, you with uh, someone else, um, 
you know, should we need to um, verify the uh, accuracy of the information we're being given? Oh, well, Mr. Brookon, I'm more than happy to dispatch myself somewhere else. Uh, your tactical acumen is um, uh, most assured here. I will follow whatever lead you. As, as Malas says that, to... Brookon. As Malas says that last bit about the tactical acumen, Brookon kind of like has the like he suddenly like goes distracted and goes, "Wait, yes, I am being uncommonly." practical and sensible here and he pulls out his hip flask and looks at it and then looks at leo and goes this was this was alcohol right you drank this and then yes, he takes it's... a he takes a hefty slug just to be sure and goes no that's still booze i have no idea what's going on there sorry about that anyway you, uh, yes carry on oh i i just simply say i will go wherever you see fit mr brucon since uh, you seem to have quite the the head about yourself on such matters I think it's the sort of skullduggery element. Anyway, um, uh, it sort of takes me back to my youth. Um, with, with all of the japes we used to get up to with the uh, with with the law in um, in bureaucrat. Um, all right. Well, well, my suggestion is that uh, I, I accompany Brina, seeing as I'm the person. I have the comrock, and I've been in contact with um, the, um, uh, the the local sort of inspectorate. Um, it seems, and also I'm the person who suggested we uh, imprison this uh, kobold shaman figure. It seems to me that it makes sense that for Brina and I to go and, and follow up on, on that lead, um, while some number of other people um, explore what's going on with um, Dudra Denish and Caladan Lambald. Uh, but perhaps maybe they start by trying to make contact with... Um... Sorry, I said the Xerox before, but I think I meant Ryan Imbixtel, the information head. Um, anyway, um, and then they might be able to shed some light on uh, what's, you know, any dealings between Lambold and Denish, uh, and possibly provide some guidance about how to uh, uncover more what, what's going on with um, Leo's uh, nighttime activities, if you'll excuse the slightly euphemistic way of saying that. DM, I have a quick question. Yep. All right. Yeah. Um, when when Brina cast Zone of Truth on us, did we know we were under the effect of the spell? Like, did we feel it, or did we just start speaking the truth? Uh, you would feel it in the same way as you would with the regular casting of the spell. So, you, so someone couldn't walk into it. So, if someone walked into the zone, they'd know. They'd know they he walked into the zone. The yeah. Okay. Uh, well, they'd have yeah, to make the charisma save. Know. So, yeah. No, I was thinking that we bring, we trap, we uh, bring them, bring the people we suspect into it, but it doesn't work if they, no, if they know. It, it, it seems like yeah. the, as soon as they put in its area of effect, they become aware of the effect. Yeah, scratch and that then even, yeah. Um, They get to make a save. Um, that means they are aware yeah. uh, if they can resist it. <coughs> scratch my plan then. Okay. Yeah. Um, Burkhan? I, yes. I was suggest that if Mala is going somewhere else that uh, Seth comes with us maybe we don't leave put them in the same group this is sort of like oh. the, the the old fable about the fox and the chicken and the grain and the I'll farmer with the on him, Mala. don't worry <laughs> yes no don't you worry Mala um I, I I can assure you that if there's any um funny goings on I'm uh, uh, I'm, I'm on top of it uh, you, you you can you can put your faith in me, um, apart from the fact that your faith is already reserved, obviously. But um, uh, don't, don't, 
don't worry about um, Seth. Brina and I between us. Uh, should anything unfortunate happen to him, uh, I'm sure we can deal with it. I'm right here. <laughs> Remember Mala. when I care about you. Mala hurrumps and then sort of nodded in that quiescence. Don't worry, Keith is with us. Omenak, <laughs> I say for his sake. <coughs> yeah. Mal is very grumbly this morning, I think. You, are you I feeling alright? <laughs> no, I don't I, 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 I don't think we've gone to that. What's what's our actual plan? We've got five people to find out. Is there a point where they're all together that we can question multiple people? Well, we've we've um we've we've it seems to me that we shouldn't try to. It, it doesn't make sense to try and um, uh, confront them all at the same time. Um, the, the the guilty party would would simply be uh, given more opportunities to, um, uh, to you know throw off throw us off the scent and um, uh, um, you know potentially uh, implicate some someone innocent. Um, uh, I, I would suggest that we. Uh, Generally speaking, um, and Brucon looks slightly. Brucon's body language slightly shifts as he starts saying this in a kind of like, "Please don't ask me too much about where I'm, you know, where where this is all coming from." Um, but he sort of says, "My understanding is that um, standard operating procedure with these kinds of things is, uh, you know, divide and conquer. You know, identify people to speak to in turn and, and uh, try and verify their um, their accounts uh, as best we can. And we have some leads. We 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 have." Uh, uh, some information that um, Dudra Denish, uh, uh, the head of the Silver Sector, is um, in some way um, in the uh, you know has some kind of liability to uh, Caledon Lambold. So we we could um, try and explore uh, that a little more. And uh, we know that Ryan Imbixtel is a is a uh, a good person to speak to um, if you want to know what's going on in. Um, in the capital, so it, uh, my my suggestion, um, and I'm very open to other ideas, but my suggestion is that we uh, we, we we speak to Ryan Imbixtil and or um, uh, Dudra Denish about uh, uh, the latter subtly um, to try and um, un uh, unpack a little what their um, their motives are. Does that make sense? Yes. 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 I, I was much more used to I'm much more used to a detective getting everyone in the same room together and slowly talking through the events until someone <laughs> slipped up and uh... yes, but traditionally they do that at the as part of revealing what they know when when they have already identified the guilty party or are very close to it. We're, uh, I think we oh, yes we have a, we have a terrible conviction rate in the runs. So this is probably bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have I have like two possible suggestions that if we start struggling just slightly more extreme ends of stuff suggestion one just kidnap them ask them questions let them go and that's that was the top oh. of your list okay yeah, I, uh, yeah option one it's, yeah I, I started in the in you know the ones that i'm more used to so hmm. option two we tell the king that Brina has super 
uh, magic truth powers. Kit tells the king, gather everyone together outside the castle, and one by one, Zona truthed them in front of the king. That's. If we could get them to agree to it, then that would be. Then, then option B would be the okay. ideal and if solution. They don't ag- if, if they don't agree to it, we option one them. Because then they're more likely to be suspect. Do you I mean, like to kidnap somebody in a military city? So, the, so Docs the makes an excellent point. Um, the king, the king summons them. If that. they don't all come, then we go and hunt them down. There, there's one problem okay, so with I'm that, Rosa. What's the problem? Um, if we drag these people in front of the king and I cause Zona Truth, I think we're putting a giant target on our backs, even when it comes to the innocent ones, they'll be offended by that, and they're powerful people. I would agree with Brina. Um, I uh, do a pop- like the idea of, like, it, it would avoid bloodshed, it would avoid so many catastrophes have with even with the Cobalt's uh, invasion, so why would you not want to just reveal that you can help truth? It's, it's, not, it's honest, it's not. Um, yes, but as Brukon just pointed out earlier, people don't appreciate being forced to tell the truth. People don't appreciate their family members being killed. I agree. So true. What I'm if, not saying we what shouldn't, if, but I'm just saying what we're putting if we the don't our backs. What if, when, when all the suspects are there, we zone a truth ourselves, and we tell them, we will only ask you one question. Were you involved in the assassination of the king? And that's yeah. it. Okay, but then I would suggest maybe we go to the king with this and make him yeah. summon them instead of us having to gather them because they wouldn't dare defy the king. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, then like, a king summon, then we just quit. We get we zone of truth for everyone. We ask, we tell them in, in the zone of truth, we're only going to ask a single question. If yeah. whoever agrees, they go in, they'll say, I had nothing to do with it. Anyone disagrees. We either A, force them in the circle, or B, assume they're the guilty party. And, you know, no one wants to assume, be assumed that they're the guilty party if we're only asking one question. Then it's more, and if someone doesn't come, we get nothing. I'm also worried well, about something else. Um, when, when people at Swerve Haven back at home realized that I had visions, they wanted to keep me around to provide information and i'm worried that the king might want to do the same when he realizes i can do this so we just yeah that's why because i was saying let the king do it but if we involve him he might want to keep me here that is a good good point so I suggest we the a modification to this plan is that we if, if we do go ahead with it, we make absolutely sure that we know exactly what our route from the palace would be to the Moonrunner escape. Um and you know, we, 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 we get set to make a, a hot exit as we've been preparing for. But that does suggest that if we're going to try and find out more about uh, Mr. Leobrin's dream, then we should do that first. So I couldn't hear what Jess, what yeah, you said last yeah, time. Yeah, Docs is a lot yeah, of what I... Docs is saying is getting swallowed. 
you, you're coming through a bit quiet. I have turned you up at my end, Jess, but um, yeah. What was the What was the last thing Doc said? Ish. Um, I I just said don't tell him. Ah. Don't tell him. Yeah. Just don't tell him. You can. You can you've got visions. Like mm. just be very like specific as to what the magic you can do. Is essentially what she's well, for a king who sees conspiracy everywhere, for having someone that can show, you know reveal the truth is very valuable. I think so. That alone will give him reason to want to keep me captive. I think. Yes, I don't. I don't think there's any way we can reveal. I don't think there's any way we can use the zone of truth as a tool to reveal to the king directly to the king uh, who his um, plot, who who the plotters against him are, without also revealing to him that there is a powerful potential tool that he could try and keep for himself. Um, docs. That's a really good point. This thing you do, the, the, the disguises you do, is that something you could do on me? If they don't know it's me doing it, then they wouldn't keep me, or want to keep me. Oh, Leo has a thing. Um, yes, I, uh, yes, no. as long as we do it outside of the palace. Right, anti-magic. Mm. Yes, in gen more generally, the anti-magic... Sorry. No, it's just saying it's not something she can do. Okay. Um, well, then we're back to not involving the king and just going by these people ourselves and me maybe disguised as something else or someone else. And then yeah. I cast out in truth and we disappear and then they don't know it was us. Yeah, well, we, we do it all outside the palace because that's where we, can, we can't cast out in truth inside. If you have the mask thingy, which lets you look like anyone else, you can just be someone else oh yes the mask uh, oh, um, we, we, well, we, um, we do all over one day we get them out the way yes that would um, uh, that potentially works um, again I do think it's why I, I, I think it's absolutely right to be cautious about look let's be clear as, Seth, as you demonstrated moments ago, even if someone can absolutely be absolutely innocent of the, uh, uh, the thing you're worried that they are guilty of and still have a significant problem with being compelled to say, you know, whatever you want and, you know, ma making promises. I think that the, the, the using the zone of truth to promise to only ask one question has a number of flaws in it, not least that we can't necessarily... You know what? What if the person, you know, what if this is all being orchestrated by um, Damon, and and the one question we ask has enough wiggle room, even with its additional compulsive power, to um, to avoid them um, disclosing everything? Um, so I think we want to be, I, I I think we want to be careful about trusting everything in the power of Zone of Truth. There's a, a variety of ways that could go wrong. Um, and even if it goes as well as it possibly can be, can do, there's a pretty good chance it's going to piss off at least two and probably nearly all of the the members of the council who, I, I have to tell you, in my experience as a um, a member of a, a sort of an aristocratic family, um, you know, n no one as rich and powerful as these people um, has absolutely nothing to hide and it might have nothing whatsoever to do with um, the assassination plot against the family of King Zandak, but that's still you know, doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to enjoy us. 
I mean, look, if we know, if we go around collecting the deepest, darkest secrets of the mm. most powerful individuals in Herthir, that seems to me to be a pretty good way to um, put our lives in serious jeopardy. So I, I think a certain amount of, um, you know, caution and and prior um, information digging is prudent. But um, I, you know, I, I certainly agree that, um, you, you know, if we can set this up to um, slice through the, you know, to simplify the, the process of determining who is the sort of final candidate, then that's helpful. Well, As Brucon is saying this, um, Neris has reappeared at the top of the stairs, a bit of a pout, listening to what's going on, and then walks down and just sits silently at the table, rejoining you guys. <clears throat> so um, go ahead. As she does so, as she does so, Brucon turns to her and says, um, "We we we figured out the um, the the zone of truth thing. Um, it, it, we're you know we everything's everything's um, tickety boo as of now." You were right, Neris. I'm sorry. Good. Fine. I I I think we made up with Seth, so you don't be mad either, okay? Fine. Um about Damon perhaps being involved. Um and she's kinda gonna glance at Docs for a second because she didn't want to discuss this in front of her, but now feels she has to. Um I found out in the palace that there's a red mage um, being held prisoner um, and I was told that we could question him if we wanted. So we could start there and maybe rule out that the red mages had anything to do with it. That would be helpful. He's being kept in the palace, did you say? Yeah. Did we know this? Have you told us this in the past? I have told Malardis. Okay, cool. Just making sure I get my appropriate level of surprise for this question. <laughs> There's a red mage in the palace? Yeah, they have him prisoner. Oh, yeah, we, we need to talk to him. Oh, so many leads. Um, well, but I agree that if we can if we can knock the red mage connection out early, then that's, um, that's helpful. So perhaps if we return to our original plan, Brina, um, myself and Seth go to the safe house to talk to the kobold shaman and um, everyone else goes to the palace to um, find out uh, to un uncover what's going on with the red mage and then we, um, we we reconvene and compare notes and figure out where, what we're doing next how does that sound to everybody good idea Mr. Brucon good idea yeah uh, uh, then last thing I need to say then is um, and I'm going to summon my familiar uh, in his raven form as uh, a uh, take uh, take Rallum with you and he'll be able to tell me if any problems happen with you guys while we're um, while we're separated ah! raven just nods repeatedly here you go, Mala. You, you can hold on to Valum. No! Okay. No! Take it away! <laughs> but, he's, but he's named after you. No! I was wondering! So it's R-A-L-A-M, yeah? <laughs> You've just put Malar backwards. Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. You motherfucker. Uh, I didn't spot that. I thought there was an E in there for some reason. Alright, uh, I appreciate that. 
<clears throat> my naming sense has improved since I named my horse Horsey. <laughs> yes. We have a slightly different uh, literary devices here. I appreciate that. It's, yeah. From that extremely low base, you have definitely improved. <laughs> Uh, so, Ryan, so, 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 with you, and he'll tell me if you guys get in trouble, and then we can come help. Uh, so, so, okay, just, just for for my benefit as much as anything else, uh, who's going with whom? Brina, Brucon, and Seth are going to um, in, uh, go back the to captain. the safe house with Te uh, Captain Terek and speak to the Cobalt Shaman, and everyone else is going to go back to the palace to um, try and get an audience with this captive red mage. With Let's the possible exception the of Docs, who technically speaking is a free agent. True, Docs, which way? I mean, we're all free agents, but Docs is, you know, somewhat unaligned. Docs will go, but she won't go in her, like, in her dragon form. Or she'll go as a lizard folk. Go as lizard What, sorry? Okay. Oh, lizard folk, right. Yeah, the mic's breaking up a little bit, but I think that's just signal. So not anything you can do really. Um, uh, it's just the internet. Yeah. Um, okay. So so you'll go. So Docs will be going then with the group to the palace. Um, okay. And the rest of you are going to go to deal with the captive. Let's go with the captive group first, while the rest of you, because because you'll kind of go together at first then split off as one group goes towards the palace and the others goes towards the black sector the black sector is closer so we'll go with you guys first so the three of you <clears throat> Brucon, Brina and Seth uh, well um, Brucon is the hang on none of you have been to the safe house before it's only Leo and Neris who have been to the safe house so you don't know where it is but you do have the comrade so let's bring again. well yes but also let's bring we, we, we can just bring Neris Oh, okay, yeah, bring Nerys. That, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I think Nerys, okay. I think Marta and Nerys would probably prefer to be the ones going to question the Red Mage. True, Except for they actually. can't use their magic. Hang on, didn't... Wasn't, wasn't it... Um, wasn't it Nerys and Leo who... Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nerys and Leo, so Leo yeah. could go instead yeah, of okay. rather... So, if, so Leo, yeah, if Leo comes with us, then, then that irons that out. Yeah. The only issue you have then is contacting the other side because I think Leo has sending um, on his book. No, because, because of the because of the uh, familiar. Oh right! Uh, oh, you're familiar, right? What is the range? What is the range on your familiar contact? I I have taken voice of the chain master. I decided to give up Eldred's sight for it, so I can speak to through my familiar as long as he's on the same plane of existence. Nice. Excellent. So I, thought, I should. I, I thought in a very Did unlikely he... scenario, I was like, "What are the chances we're going to want to split the party again?" And so I thought, "Ah, that's not going to happen." But just in case we ever need to split, I'll take voice of the chain master so we can be in communication. You do have uh, Seth as you, as you with the rest of the party walk out in, into the uh, into the open air outside of the tavern. Um, it's a fairly dry day. Um, but the sunlight really affects you more than it ever has before. You're having to squint because uh, no. you have this su you have the sunlight sensitivity feature. So you have, you have uh, disadvantage on perception checks while you're out in the sunlight. Currently, 
Uh... Sorry, buddy. It's part of the eye thing. Um, but you get, but you can then look the through the eyes staff. of you. Are you, okay? you you can look through the eyes of your familiar, which actually it's, it, you can see normally through the familiar's eyes when you do that. There's ways around that. That's very, but that's very confusing, though, if Seth is looking through the familiar's eyes at a different group of people walking a different place. <laughs> yes, I know. But while very you're together, I mean, <laughs> as soon as you split off, he's going to have to like wear some sunglasses or something. Um... <clears throat> So anyway, uh, you guys split off then. So you've got a uh, captive group. That sounds wrong, but yep, captive group. Uh, with Leobrin, um, you can lead them back to the safe house and the four very uh, similar-looking buildings. Uh, <laughs> uh, Leo, can you make a history check for me, please? <laughs> oh, wait, history I can do. Uh, so that is... A 20 on the die plus 5. That's a natural 20, so 25. Oh, yes, you remember there's a very partial difference. This one building that you need to go through. It's like one broken slat in the shutter and that, that you remember, and that gives away which building it is. Uh, and you'll never need to make that history check again. It's on the record. <laughs> when you need to, if you need to find that building, you know where it is now. To see it. You love to see it. I've hacked, I've hacked perception checks. I just need to history them and get 20s. <laughs> I no longer need to find my way through mist. That's it. Uh, it's yeah, rolling with the punches to get to what's real. And what's real here is this building. And uh, as you get to this building, uh, the door is locked. Uh, oh, wait. There was a, there's a secret knock, right? We had a secret knock, I think. I think you did have a secret knock, actually, yeah. Uh, uh, you could do this. Let's just say for argument's sake, you do the secret knock. Hey, Rick, are you in? We are here for the captive. There we go. I mean, the Rick door creaks the rock. So, yeah, okay, yep. Who's there? Uh, us? Oh, it's you guys. You can, you can see my Open face. Door. It's the pit champions. Oh, uh, come in, come in. Uh, quickly, quickly. Oh, uh, sorry, uh, and and the rest of you um, who haven't seen this before, Leo, you have seen this before, but it appears to be just one vacant room with a bucket in the middle with uh, some, uh, well now, yeah, some ice in the bucket and a smaller bucket within that uh, with uh, some whitish creamy liquid. And closes the door. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, Terek's just got to fix that for you. And goes goes over to the fireplace and pulls the, uh, the candlestick and suddenly... The illusion disappears, and you can see that there are several rooms in this in this particular building. Brukon uh, well looks around. Brukon looks around with a big grin plastered over his face, and goes, "That is cool as hell." <laughs> Tyrick knows. Tyrick knows, and it's like just like kind of elbows Brukon. Like has to lean down a little bit to elbow him because he's like, "It's cool. It's cool. I like, I like this." Yeah. <laughs> Tyrick elbows Brukon in the side of in his the head. head. <laughs> 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 yes, very cool. Please don't do that again. Oh, sorry about that. Do you, do you it's leave, quite alright. Do you leave the illusion on? I suppose you just turned it on before before you opened the door for us. That would make more sense than leaving it on the whole time. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, hello, Captain Terek. Nice to meet you in the flesh. Um, yes, we are. Uh, we 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 uh, would like to speak to the um, the kobold that you're um, 
looking at uh, looking after Forrest, if that's all right. Sure. That needs to lead you around to, to the room. Uh, unlocks the door. He's all yours. Thank you very much. It's quite um, a small room, but you know you can probably squeeze in the four of you. Uh, Rickon turns to Leo and says, M- "Maybe uh, having you." Um, outside would be um, you know as, as a sort of um, ace in the hole like if we're all in here and something unexpected happens then um, you know having you a little distance away maybe is a, a good idea oh okay it's sure. totally up to you if you if you oh, want yes, to come yes. in with us you're welcome I'll, I'll, I will guard uh, there's, there's, the place could get attacked and you'll need someone strong on the defense I understand yes exactly um, what? And uh, yeah, let's let's um, go into the the room. <clears throat> okay, so the three of you into the room. Uh, you can see that the uh, the kobold is there, uh, still there, manacled, uh, conscious this time uh, than last time we saw them. Though they were not conscious, and uh, they do not look best pleased to see you. In fact, they kind of just turn away. Uh, towards the floor and to one side and you can kind of you can see you know now um, more clearly that you know, they're quite an aged um, kobold this one uh, but nonetheless yeah. not one to be trifled with as you know from when you first encountered them indeed um, Brucon sort of um, walks over and um, squats down um, so that he you know to, to kind of be you know eye to eye with this guy and says um well, hello there. Um, sorry about all this, but uh, we, we um, well, we, we wanted to know a bit more about what you know, and we uh, wanted to keep matters simple. Um, you you may be unhappy to you, you you might be interested to know that uh, some of what I'm we're pretty sure are your um, companions attempted to attack us last night, um, and I'm sorry to say that none of them survived. Um, it, it really would simplify things an awful lot if you just. Um, you know, told us told us uh, what what's going on with your uh, your your group and why they are uh, constantly attacking us. Um, that probably would save quite a few lives and and maybe help. Um, you know, may, maybe uh, give us some information that we could use to uh, negotiate on your behalf. Uh, uh, and can I make a persuasion check? I was about to say yes. Make a persuasion check. Cool. 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 That is a twelve. So he doesn't, uh, he he doesn't uh, do anything particularly rude, but he uh, just kind of he just ignores you, just stays quiet. Stonewall, looking, yeah, Stonewall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stonewall, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brickon, Brickon says, just one second. Um, to, I just feel compelled to be polite. Um, I don't really know why. A lot of strange things happening to me today. Anyway, some questions for later. Um, and he turns back to the kobold and says, "Now, uh, uh, I have to tell you that we we, we have a it's pretty um, it's it's pretty aggressive. We have a we we do have a way of really making you um, tell us what we need to know. Um, it's it's a little uncomfortable. Um, it's not really my sort of um, my thing, but." Um, uh, it, I've I've seen it in action and and I know it works, frankly, terrifyingly well. Um, uh, I'd, if 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 we don't have to compel you to answer, then uh, I, we would certainly I would would 
rather not do, but um, if you are going to um, keep stonewalling me, then you kind of leave us no choice. So um, last chance before uh, my my uh, friend here um, basically takes your um, your position out of the out of the equation. Can you uh, are you willing to tell us uh, why we are being attacked, or do I need my friend here to well make you? Uh, this is going to have to be an intimidation check. I, I was sure, trying to think, yeah. could this be persuasion? But I think it's intimidation. I was, no, no, that was that was. I'm I'm very happy for that. I'm, having attempted persuasion and, and biffed it, um, I think that's uh, a fair segue. So, ooh, that's an 18. So uh, the 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 fact that my bonus to intimidation is two and my bonus to persuasion is five makes no difference. Uh, better at intimidating on this occasion. So yeah, 18 intimidation. 18. Uh, all right. Um, so we just turn to face you this time after after you say that yes what did you want to know all right well i mean uh, first and foremost why uh, are we constantly being attacked by um representatives of the kobold kingdom it seems to be focused pretty much on us well you took one of us until you give us back, you will continue to be attacked. Right, I see. Okay, um, well that makes sense. So, and the reason you attacked us um, yesterday uh, before we took you uh, captive, why was it, um, the, was, that, was that just a crafty crew thing, or, or is the Kobold Kingdom, is there another reason why the Kobold Kingdom um, was connected to that, uh, that ambush in the street yesterday? reasons okay that's strike number one um i'm not going to tell you what happens when you get to strike number three because there isn't going to be a strike number three i will ask you again yep fine okay um yes fine um yeah still feels Pretty... weird but but i you know what, Brigon? We can have that discussion later. Hi! Yes. And I look at the kobold and cast some truth. Alright. It fails. Um, yeah, by the way, to be clear, Brucon is staying at his side, i.e. within five feet this whole time. Yep. Uh, and failing willingly the zone of truth? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brucon's I'm very happy to... Seth, I believe, is in the room too? Uh, yeah, I'll fail. Okay. Brilliant, go ahead. Well, let's try that again. Why did you attack my friends yesterday? We were instructed to... By who? The seer. He's kind of looking at himself like, did I just say that? Who's the seer? What is this magic? Oh, uh, the seer... I do not know exactly what the seer is, but uh, the seer tells us what to do. They are the leader of our kingdom. The seer I do not is know your where king? they came from. Yes, in a sense. Is he a kobold as well? No. What game? I do not know. This is oh, you've never seen him. No, I have seen it. How does it look like? It has uh, one big eye and uh, three, four smaller eyes. 
It's there it is. Don't say. <laughs> no, I don't know what it. I don't know what it is. I do not know where it came from. But when when it appeared, the Cobalt Kingdom was emboldened to do what must be done to bring peace and bring the rightful heirs to the dragon throne back for the kobolds were the real servants of the dragons the dragonborn may have been created by the dragons but the kobolds are the rightful occupiers of the throne they showed us this the seer gave us the means the powers to be able to do this and now we are amassing our forces and soon enough we will take this place for our own and you will not be able to stop us what does this have to do with attacking us the seer told us too the seer said you were a threat okay and does that mean that the assassination attempt on the king's family is your doing as well? <laughs> no, but it is fortunate. It has left the city mostly undefended as the king has been hiding inside his palace. The kobolds have benefited much from this in the last year. That is why we have been able to advance our cause as much as we have if only the lord general did not keep trying to thwart our efforts we would perhaps already have taken the entirety of the sewers and at this point he seems to have given up on the uh the fact you know this this spell clearly and he's kind of reveling in yeah. in kind of gloating to you about what's going to happen yeah. we've got uh, Brucon turns to brina and, and kind of uh, no actually no turns to seth um, while Breen is having this kind of intense exchange and says, she's got him monologuing, she's good. Um, and then and then just turns turns back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of just like, oh, yeah. And then turns back and just observes. Um, okay. How many, how, how, uh, how many, uh, how strong is the Kobold Kingdom? What's its, um, what's its mustering power, so to speak? How many, how many Kobolds do you have? I do not know specific numbers of the foot soldiers, if you like, of the army, <laughs> but I know that uh, our disciples are in the hundreds. The Ahir that you keep speaking about, where, where is he? Where, do you know his location? Deep underground in the sewers, in the heart of the kingdom, yes. And is there an entrance to it from a cave near the beach? No. <laughs> no. Not that, I, not that I am aware of. I have heard of a cave under the palace, but that holds a different creature. I do not know what this creature exactly, but I know that whatever it holds is behind the magic field around the palace. So the thing under the palace isn't the here? No. 
this year is something else. Well, I... I do not know <laughs> what the one under the palace is. I know what the seer looks like, but I do not know what it is. I do not know what the thing under the palace looks like, either. Huh. Sorry, Jack, just to very briefly rewind, um, when uh, the shaman was talking about taking over all of the sewers and said yeah. they hadn't been able to, was it the royal guard he said had been thwarting them? Uh, no, he said neither. He said Lord, the Lord General Xerox. The Lord General, that was it, yeah, gotcha. One of your suspects. Yes. And uh, what other? So you, you've mentioned that this um, the, the seer has been granting you powers. Um, what kind of powers? The ability to sound. He kind of holds up his manacled hands, but you have seen it already. The powers I have been able to create fire in my hands and throw them at you on the rooftop where we first fought. Other such magical yes, powers. Go on. Why is he helping the kobolds? Because we are the rightful rulers of the Dragon Kingdom, obviously. The oh, Seer knows the truth, knows that the kobolds are the rightful heirs to this kingdom and will help us to take it back. The Seer knows and sees all. Um, Wait, sees sees all. Can he, can he actually see all? Like, can he choose to see people? Do you doubt the powers of the seer? Really? No, I, I would not specific. be so foolish. Can he yes. choose people to view? Yes, of course. They see yes, all. There the is no. There is no limit to their power. It seems plausible. Um, here's another one, um, and I don't know how, how we're doing on time, but um, uh, are all of the kobolds in Herthir um, part of the kobold kingdom, or uh, is there are there some kobolds around who uh, are, are not on your side? All kobolds will be welcome in the in the kobold kingdom. Unfortunately, not all of them have decided to join. In fact, I seem to recall there is uh, one example being the bodyguard of the king is not affiliated with us, even though they would be welcome in our ranks, as would all kobold kind. Bodyguard of the king's a kobold? News to me. Oh, interesting. They disguise a... themselves as a jester, but yes, they are the bodyguard, really. Okay, that's helpful. Um, all right, another question. Do you have some sort of... Um, g given that not every kobold is uh, explicitly um, aligned with you at the moment, do you have a means of uh, recognizing your own? Do you have a, a signal or, or some way that you um, can identify whether or not you are um, another kobold is a member of the kobold kingdom? Yes. Either they were wearing their robes, and he kind of gesticulates to what he's... Uh, uh, what he's wearing, although it's rather muddy, uh, you can see he's kind of got this sackcloth robe with a, a red eye drawn on the middle. 
or else the signal. I cannot do this with my hands like this. If we untie your hands, are you going to attempt to attack us? Yes. If you attempt to attack us, you realize I'm going to kill you very, very painfully. Knowing that, are you going to attack us if we untie your hands? Yes. <laughs> I don't think... Well, do I, do I want him to untie his hands? No, no, let's not untie his hands. Suppose we could once we're done questioning. I think I, I I think this is a um, we we can we can come back to to uncovering the signal. Not none of us here now can pretend convincingly to be well. Maybe Brukon kind of his eyes sort of glance over Brina and sort of goes well. Probably none of us here can. No, hang on. Leo's outside. No, forget I said anything. We can definitely pretend to be kobolds if we need to. Um, so yeah, this is this is um, tricky. Um, Brucon, this is. Good. I, I, I've got a thing, but I, I think I, I I don't. I'm I'm too short of information to try and make my way there in character. So I'm just going to have to drop out of character for a moment. Seth, you know detect thoughts, right? Uh, yeah. Um. Does Bru? I, 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 does anyone know if Brucon knows that Seth? I think Brucon cannot. Know, like a, a a big guiding characteristic of Brucon's is that he doesn't get magic and doesn't do it. So I don't think there's any way that Brucon would know that Seth has detect thoughts. But Bart knows that Seth has. It. You know. I can't remember who I've mentioned it in front of. I know I've mentioned it in front of Malar. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, anyway, but there's a meta observation yeah. about an ability you have that might help uh, slice through this Gordian knot, and we're back in the room. That's a nice combination. Um, yeah. Uh, it's I'm a just gonna ask brutal more combination. <laughs> Is there anything we can say to you to get you to show us the the signal? No. But this, but this spell that you have on me makes is compelling me to show you. He's like struggling with his hands, like to, to, yeah, is it, yeah, to the, do the, it. The problem here is is that he's restrained, not that he's unwilling. Um, I know a little he doesn't bit want about to do that. it, but go ahead. Sorry. I know, I know a little bit about magic, and this is not going to hold true for all spells. But if we, um, like. Uh, what do you call it? Gag him. Um, there should be a certain amount of spells he can't do if he can't speak. Okay. We um, we tie everything else up, but his hand. Yes, and make sure he can't speak. Yeah. Uh, Brucon yeah. turns to. I mean, I, I don't think we need to kind of like you know do you know act out the whole of this but basically you know surely Terek has a gag or something they, you know they must sure. have some kind of restraints that we could we could um borrow so if Leo yeah, Green, he... you know asks him for use of them then we can we can surely you know I hope gag this guy I mean don't don't interpret this in the the way that I know that you're going to but he's <laughs> going to pull out he, Terek will offer a leather thong to put in the mouth yeah yeah 
No, you know, form follows function, right? If you, if, you know, if you want someone to be unable to speak, there's a, a limit to how many different ways you're going to be able to get there. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm happy not to uh, interrogate this too much. Cool. Let's gag this guy and get him to um, show us the Brucon remaining within five feet of him. We, we um, can release the restraints on his hands and, and get him to show us the gesture. All right. Uh, so, because um, he's in manacles, so um, gonna get Terek to 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 to, to yep, re- yep un- untie him to yep. unlock him. Uh, yep, he yep. does so, and he kind of the kobolds like feel, feels their their wrists. I'm ready. I'm ready in a counter spell as we do this. Good. Good because uh, no sooner has he wrung his hands that he. Um, Actually, I'm not sure whether how subtle spell, so how how because he's because this is a sorcerer. I'm not sure how counter spell and subtle spell work because I'm not sure. Yeah, we were discussing. We were discussing this. We were discussing this. I don't think you can. I don't think you can counter spell a subtle spell. I I think that's correct. So you can have it ready to go, but it's gonna, I think, gonna be set off anyway. I'm just gonna double check very quickly just in case. Yeah. Um, having a quick look as well. <laughs> No I'm glad that we had that conversation about subtle it's, spell. It's, and it's it funny that it it's, it's funny that it came up. Yeah, um, it'll be class feature. Something if you don't know, it's being cast, and a subtle spell removes. Kind of yeah, removes so that. The, yeah. The point is, there's no components, right? Yeah, the gagging yeah, uh, doesn't actually. Somatic, yeah. yeah, gagging doesn't actually that do anything. Happens. So unless yeah. unless the spell has a material component that the kobold needs to pull out, there is no way of knowing a spell is being or, cast. Or an, or if he's, or alternatively, if he's using an arcane focus. Yeah, but any yeah. any physical object, if if a yeah. component is required, you'll know. Then you would that. see that. Yeah, so he, <clears throat> he, can, he can probably cast most cantrips. That he could, um, some spells will involve it, but I don't think many cantrips need a material component. Chromatic orb. Who wants to blast us with chromatic orb? Well, no. Uh, the, the other thing, of course, is that um, with with subtle spell, unless it has a material component, he could have cast it whilst restrained by the manacles. Yeah. But uh, yeah. obviously, he's waited <laughs> till their hands are free to do this. Um, but yes, uh, subtle spell. Suddenly, three uh, balls of fire fly out from him: two towards Brina, one towards Brucon. Okay. Now, I'm gonna flag something up here. So, yeah. one of the things about Mage Slayer. When a creature within five feet oh, of a spell, yeah, you can use your reaction to make a melee weapon attack against that creature, and when you damage, and then other stuff. But so, uh, your your so, yeah. I mean, it seems it to will me get off its that, attack first, and then you. Yeah, can I'm, I'm not expecting yeah. this to to um, interrupt. I'm not expecting this to work like a counter spell, yeah. but um, I think Brucon is going to go for a um, uh, an attack on this guy as they go off. Yeah, that um, makes sense. So... Yeah, so let's. I'll cool. roll the attacks first. The three orbs. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Oh no, Brucon's within five feet, so he wouldn't throw an orb at Brucon. He'd throw it at Seth. Uh, that that just makes sense. So one orb complete. So, by some miracle, Brina, one one orb completely misses you because he got a uh, a Is six to hit. Range. Are these all at disadvantage? Is he in melee range of Brina? I, d- I didn't think he was. I thought he was just Brucon no, who specified five feet away. 
Oh, you're right. Yes. Uh, so you're quite. You are quite right, and I apologise. Thank you, Marshall. Yes. Um. So I'll re-roll. So the first one misses on Brina. Oh, the second one's a natural one. They both miss. One's on Bru uh, on uh, on Seth. Uh, armor class nineteen. Uh, that is my armor class, but I'm going to shield. Huh? Okay, well they harmlessly <laughs> uh, miss Brina, um, but uh, they do strike some of the woodwork, which does catch fire uh, behind you guys. Uh, so Leo, you would notice this as well, because they're like, "Oh, fire! Fire! There's things on fire behind you in the room." Uh, but yes, all of those I attacks mean, miss. Yeah. Meanwhile, and, Brucon. And having got them off, Brucon goes, oh no, um, and uh, attempts to hit him. Please don't natty one this. That is not a natty one, that is a dirty 20. Hey, that hits. Uh, and Brucon's going to burn a key point to um, stunning strike him as well. Okay, and, great. And he will be pulling his punch in, so, so he is, you know, he's non going for neutralizing <laughs> non-lethal should, should this go max damage and do a lot. Okay. Did quite a bit. That's nine damage that this guy takes. Nine damage isn't enough to... to knock him down, but he failed his whiz save. Is it, is it a whiz save or a con save? Con. I can't remember. It's con. Uh, it was a 12, so I think that misses. That's Sorry, a fail, I think that yeah, fails. 14. Yeah, 14 is the magic number. So yeah, he's stunned, and Brucon sort of shakes his head and goes... Honestly, um, and um, and sticks the manacles back on. Yeah, nice one. Pull out her her alchemy jug and conjure up some water to put out the fire. Not mayonnaise. There we go. There's so many options, <laughs> and you're not picking the mayo. I'm not going to use mayo for fire now. <laughs> um, smell of frying yeah. mayonnaise. Mm. Anyway, yeah, moving swiftly on. Yeah, um, I imagine it's it's what is a ten minute time on Zone of Truth. Yes, uh, Brina can cast it at will with uh, I think with the yeah. uh, with the wands. Again and again. Oh, it's, so overpowered. it's crazy. That's that's busted as. Um, okay, well, yeah. around town, permanent Zone of Truth. Yep, I guess I guess time's not a factor. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't think that. I think the the this this recognize you know this gesture is the only thing we're still after so um i think our, our best option at this point is, is getting him to think of it and have seth read his mind but i don't know that uh, brucon i think can't be the one to suggest uh, that yeah it's, it's early in the day and i can only do it once a day so i kind of didn't want to is do it, it does it come back on a short rest or a long rest long rest it's just ah. once a day thing not I was hoping to save it in case we questioned a oh. um, one of the five potential sure. yeah. yes. assassins. Uh... Hang on, wait, wait. There's a knocking without. Uh, Brucon turns, goes and opens the door and, and says, Hello, yes, is, Mr. Leobrin. Is okay? I, I'd heard a lot of explosions. Yes, um, our, our, our captive uh, <laughs> persuaded us to uh, give him a... Um, to take the manacles off, uh, he's, he's got a sort of secret gesture for recognising other members of his um, his group. Anyway, he 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 had a, a little pop at um, uh, you know making a bid for freedom. It didn't work, um, but yes, everything everything's fine. Um, seeing as you're seeing as we're we're discussing directly, um, 
he has a um, he was telling us that there's a a, a hand gesture that they use to uh, recognize members of their their little group um but we can't get him to show it to us without trying to um burn the place down really um uh, any, any ideas uh yes uh, uh leo turns to the, take take his manacles off we need to see your gesture uh uh, koboldy person uh, once we've got manacles off um please would you uh, show us this <laughs> wonderful gesture um not just being polite I will use yeah, no. pay presence I do, pay lo- presence. I do love I do love if you just kind of went yes I know exactly what we need to do here don't worry I've got this covered please uh, but, <laughs> it's yeah, not pay the presence. first time Leo's just tried manners <laughs> It's, it's I mean, great. I'm, I'm a but big I fan. will apply fey presence to this one. I, I did think. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, James. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh no! All I said was manners make us the elf. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. Um, I was. I was gonna add. Um, this reminds me of in a in a completely separate game. Uh, where I was playing a um a ranger, and they uh they wanted somebody who could speak with animals. Uh, and my range character went, yeah, sure, I can speak with animals, and they just made animal noises at the animals. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I actually realised it wasn't Leo that's asked people politely, it's some of my previous characters. Uh, uh, I wondered if you were going to cast Suggestion, but Faye Presence, what, what's the save? I don't or... have Suggestion. Um, okay. I don't have useful spells, what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> yes, you whiz- do, you've got great spells. It is a whiz... I've got plant growth. Uh, a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Uh, DC. DC 16. Okay, so 17 on the die, minus uh, one wisdom, equals 16. <laughs> just makes it. Uh, beats it, beats it, yeah. Uh, oh, well. Uh, let's hope that the actual manners uh, add an effect then. Hang on, hang on. Oh, no, it's not a spell, is it? It's, a, it's an ability. Damn. Because yeah. um, having Brucon next to him means he makes saving th- spell saving throws with disadvantage, but um, mm. that doesn't work for Fey Presence. Damn. Oh. Uh, I mean, technically, um, everyone within 10 feet of me also has to make the save, but it's fine. Uh, uh, I'm going to step up. Is he, he's manacled again, yeah? Uh, no, these manacles were off uh, when Leo, cause Leo said I to mean, take them I'm, off. I'm trying, I'm trying manners. Can I still try to persuade? Like, I st- the, Basically, I would still have to make the persuasion check. It's just it would give it with advantage from um, being charged. Yeah, sure. Make I a persuasion check. Persuade. Sure. Lovely. Uh, I'm going to expend my inspiration to have advantage. Okay. <laughs> Boop. Goodbye. That is 18. Okay. It stands and listens to you. Doesn't make any sudden movements good because I'm delicate I feel like uh, even a disadvantage scorching very much at me uh, so go on it's wait, waiting for you to speak oh and I, 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 I said please could you show us the gesture oh It Are you doing you a, a gesture? Yes, uh, it shows you. It shows you a gesture we... which 
is essentially making a a, a, circ, a a steeple type thing with your hands and then opening it out into like a tent, orb. like an orb, it, it, an orb exactly. It, it's Gen, it's Gendo Ikari. Oh no, we've it's, we've turned into Neon Genesis Evangelion. He's doing their poses, the Gendo pose. No, oh. the uh, the creature, the the kobold then, after making this gesture, brings its hands down to its chest, and you see sort of an arcane spark as it seems to have cast something on itself. It disengages and tries to run out of uh, a bonus action dash as it's cast Expedition Retreat on itself, and it's trying to run out of the building. Rikon again reacts to the casting of Expedition's Retreat with uh, a... Yep. a um, attack and a... a attack. Yeah, a melee attack it's, and possibly it, a stunning strike. I, I really did not expect to be able to get this much use out of this feat, but boy, am I glad that I did. It did as I was kind of going, ah, we, don't we haven't encountered many casters, and then I went, although there are these shaman that we've started bumping into recently. Okay, let's see what we got for this roll. That is a 19. 19 hits, yep. Jesus. Oh, again, He's in so point, much trouble. stunning strike. Right. <laughs> DC 14 con save. Yep. He fails. 13, he fails. Yep. Yeah, Brickon goes straight for the um for for one of the nerves and he just locks <laughs> up in mid stride, just like. Eh. Um, like Brickon Brickon kind of goes over and not unkindly, um he manacles him again, but kind of not un as he does so, not unkindly has his hand on his shoulder and says, "Look, I I, I applaud your persistence, but really this is not working for you. Um, and we you know look, we're 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 nice people, honestly. This is this is very unnecessary." Yes, if this kobold had understood the mechanics of D and D slightly better, he would have moved. He would have disengaged first, then moved, so he was outside of your range, and then bonus action cast the spell on himself. But he didn't think about that clearly. Yeah, no worries. Um, cool. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm. I am aware. But yeah, I am. I am aware that. Um, I mean, if if Brucon takes Sentinel at level twelve, then things get real dumb. But we're not there. Yeah. Yet. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, Brucon turns to the others and says, I mean, I think we've, we've, seems to me we've kind of got all of the the really vital information out of this chap. Um, uh, I, I can't think of any other questions. Anybody else? Any more for any more? Or shall we um, shall we wrap things up here and, and go to share what we've learned with the others and probably have a chat with Tarek as well on the way? I've got one last question for it. Far away. Your, your boss, the seer, does it know the creature under the castle? Has it ever mentioned anything about the creature under the castle? Mm, no. Not to me. Nor anyone else I know. It's never told you to sort of like uh, not injure it, don't attack it. Nothing. I do not know if it knows it exists, really. Yeah. Cool. I'm done with my question. Meanwhile, so as you guys yes. conclude your uh, your your uh, uh, interrogation of the captive, as and that was quite an eventful interrogation, has to be said. Sorry, sorry, Seth. Uh, I'm not sure if this is happening same time, obviously, different walking pace and such. When we finish the interrogation before we leave, can I start looking through my familiar's eyes just to see where they are when yeah. we finish? But I don't know yes. if they're still on the way there or if they're cut. cut. It's unlikely they're doing the interrogation the same time as us but well uh, you say that wherever they are at the same time uh, you say that but it, it you're about to find out so uh uh the rest of you 
Uh, that's uh, Neris, Malar, and Dox. Along with Seth's familiar, whose name is Ralum, uh, the Raven, Ralum the Raven, are uh, all heading to the palace. Um, so this, we've, we've rounded time a little bit here. Um, anyway, you get to the palace without incident. Dox, you're in the lizard folk disguise now currently, aren't you? Um, yep. Yeah. So you're greeted at the uh, the gates to the to the uh, to the citadel to the keep um, by uh, by guards. You notice um, Malar and Neris would notice too. Um, it's not the same. It's not Captain Auburn who's greeted you this time. It doesn't seem to be there. It's just some other member of the royal guard um, asking you for your weapons. Uh, Intraconic, which Neris translates. Obviously, Docs understands anyway. Um, uh, and take to and uh, yeah, demands your weapons from you, Docs. You're also familiar with this because you've obviously been at the palace quite a few times. Um, are you willingly giving up your weapons? Yes. Okay. Neris doesn't really have many weapons to speak of, but she gives up what she has. Malar. Yeah, Malar will hand over anything that is obviously a weapon. Excellent. And then as you start sort of moving off, you hear like a bop, 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 bop. And then asks for your arcane focuses, your yeah magical items. Uh, as before, Malar, they don't suspect your holy symbol. They let you keep that. This is anti-magical anyway at this point, isn't it? It's, I mean, with the anti-magic field, it's going to be redundant, isn't it? But for some reason, they want to take them. I, I made a, um, a big um, deal about um, giving all my weapons, so like all my bolts, my heavy crossbow, my daggers, my halberd, my hand axe. Like, I very obviously do not have arcane focus on me. <clears throat> yeah, um, okay, I will say that for this you can make a deception check. Okay. If I was there, this is the point that Doc would become my new best friend of weapons. <laughs> yeah. Deception. Um, that's a thirteen. Thirteen is enough. They don't seem to demand anything from you. It's not, it wasn't a very high check for you because you yeah, you have so many weapons you're causing quite a song and dance about that, much like Seth did. Um uh, Neris, however, does have to give up her um her focus. I believe it's a ring, she gives that up. Although she's not pleased about it at all. She grumbles into Malar's shoulder. She's not 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 pleased about this. And then you're free to, to continue on your way to the palace. Into into the palace itself. Is Malar is Malar carrying Neris? Uh, no, no, no. He's she's just leaning against him, like just to grumble, to like smother the noise. Got it. Uh, got it. Okay. I was, I was just uh, that, that, we're in, in, when, team mum. Into Malar's <laughs> shoulder. Uh, conjured up a strange mental image. By the way, Jack, check Facebook. Facebook. In case you've not seen. Yeah. Send you a message. Oh. But carry on. Thank you. Uh, all right. So, um, so you head into the palace and into the throne room, and you see the king is is there. Um, not currently. Uh, holding audience with anyone, um, and you are beckoned forward by uh, one of his uh, assistants, by some of the guards. 
His advisor is standing nearby, the translator, and of course his jester as well. Yeah, I'd forgotten what we were doing here. I thought we were going to see Dudra Denish, but fine. Um, Red Mage. We... Red Mage. Captive Red Mage. Red Mage. Captive Red, Red Mage, Mage, yeah. Red Mage. Thank you, yes. Um, uh, yes, uh, so mean, the king, we, when, king bows to you. When we're, sorry, I was like, when we're going in, it's just like, wow. <laughs> super, super polite, super, super everything. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> is, uh, is what the, Doctor's doing anyway. Sure. Uh, Neris gives a, you know, cursory nod. Like, uh, okay. Um, the king speaks in draconic, but it's translated by the translator for the benefit of Malar uh, and for Neris, as far as they're aware. But anyway, um, what business do you have with the with King Zarndak this day? Oh, King Zarndak, I come to you as a humble servant on the B8, uh, and I, uh, as I understand it, you have a uh, prisoner <clears throat> within your keep that uh, we would wish to uh, interrogate a uh, mage dressed in scarlet. The king nods and gives a signal to his advisor who then promptly not, uh, bows to you all and then leaves the room. And then he speaks freely to you in common. Yes, I do have uh, a red mage in the in the uh, in the prison, yes, below ground. You wish to speak with them? I was, uh, I believe, uh, your friend, uh, the small one, Briner, I think her name was, was promised to be able to speak with them as part of her research. You may do so, of course. We are but humbly accept your uh, your your since your honor leech you will be allowed to speak with the prisoner who of course will not be allowed within its cell it must remain in there and unspoiled yes uh <laughs> Mala looks at Neris is like oh yes Neris really wants to cast yeah. a fire spell right now, and she can't, so she's just just really like clenching her fists, which are going whiter than usual because of her alabaster skin tone. But it's yeah, yeah even more. Yeah. Uh, and uh, may I introduce my? Uh, oh, I, I have I have made a friend whilst in your lovely town. Uh, this is my colleague. Uh, and I turn to Docs, and I'm like, uh, what do I call you? Uh, Ebix, your majesty. They have hired me as their guide um, in your humble city. Okay, Docs, make a, uh, a deception check, please. <laughs> I, if you if you just said the name, I wasn't going to do it because I thought well, there's no way to prove that. But um, yeah, the other information, fair enough. Let's have a deception check. How are you doing? Okay. Um, let me go back onto that page. Um... That's a 13. 13? Okay. King kind of... Eyes narrow a little bit towards you. Uh, and he kind of sniffs the air with his, uh, his snout. Hmm. A pleasure. Yes. Uh, I will... 
send guard to take you to the prisoner. Your Majesty. Bows. <laughs> yeah, lots of bowing. <laughs> lots of bowing as uh, the uh, yes, uh, yes. as the as the jester kind of scuttles off uh, to uh, to to retrieve some guards uh, who appear moments later, and uh, they uh, they kind of take place either side of you, just flanking flanking the three of you. Yes, so they will uh, take you to the prisoner. I hope to hear how your investigation proceeds afterwards, perhaps. Well, we will give you a, an update <coughs> immediately after your highnessness. Good. Go now in peace. Just waves, waves you on. Uh, so the guards um, kind of form ranks in front of you and start leading you towards uh, 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 through uh, a side door and into another part of the palace. You're taking down um, a winding staircase and you find a, a very large reinforced um, I was going to say iron but actually it's a reinforced bronze door um, with some a small window with bars over it. They unlock the door, open it, and you can see now you're inside essentially a jail. Um, and you know you're kind of walking down the the, the gallery, I guess is, is what it would be called, with all the different cells alongside. However, um, these it's not like a Western jail where you have sort of uh, floor to ceiling iron bars separating each of the uh, cells. In fact, um, they appear to be um, sort of stone confines um, with, again, similar to the reinforced door that you've seen before. A door with a few iron bars in a in a window, so that you can see into the room. Um, not particularly well; it's not very well lit. It's quite dimly lit down here, but nevertheless. Um, so for I think for Neris, uh, oh, I don't think Docs has no. Does Docs doesn't have dark vision, does she? No, of course not. Um, so exactly. Um, and I was wondering if you had got goggles of night or or the um, or the warlock invocation but i'm guessing you don't so um you guys um so so the two of you uh docs and mala can't really see the figure inside you can see that there's a figure in a in a hood get that it's red and they have their hood up and they're kind of uh, this is the very last cell at the very end of the of the prison um and sort of hulled up against one corner sitting sitting on a stool kind of quite poised like got carrying themselves rather well their posture seems quite good even though they're they're sat there with their kind of head bowed and cowl over their head Neris can see you better than you two uh although still because of the cowl obscuring their features they can't really make out who that is i i reread my sheet i have devil's sight there we go i thought you might have the invocation so yet you can see uh, as Neris can, there's an individual sitting in the chair. It seems sort of average, average height, maybe sort of five. Well, average height for an elf, maybe like five foot five, something like that. Mm, yeah, that, roughly that sort of height. Uh, male, they appear to be by, um, uh, by for all intents and purposes, from what you can see here, um, and also from when they speak. Um, who comes here? And uh, they look up. Neris immediately recoils back into Malar. Looks incredibly shocked. 
scared, angry, upset. There's a a lot of emotion in in her face as she kind of she she reaches back to you, Malar, almost like to try and hold her back. Like she, you know, she's just and turns back turns back to this individual sharply. Docs, you've never seen this person before, and she says, "What are you doing here, Damien? Sorry, Damon." <laughs> Fuck, ruined it. <laughs> Mallow. I've got to go. <laughs> yeah, this, this, I, this is where we're going to... Yeah. I was going to say this is where we should leave things for today anyway. I was just wondering if you had a, if you had a, if you had a last minute reaction before we end. Cool, quickly no. finish it. Uh, <laughs> no. oh! Oh, Always end on a cliffhanger. Oh, and then, yep. Oh, good. Okay, yep, this is where we're going to leave things then, uh, as Damon appears to be the red mage in the cell. Bum, bum, bum! Oh, boy! That's going to be fun. So, we'll be back in a month's time. Hopefully, hopefully, Marta will be back then, because that would be very oh, interesting to see. Oh, my God! I didn't... I'd forgotten that we've got a... a, a it's the cliffhangeriest cliffhanger. Oh, my God. Uh, and we'll see how that goes down, that conversation, next time. Uh... For now, thank you all uh, for joining us for the stream tonight. Guys, players, thank you so much for joining me once again. It's great to be back, and I'm sorry that we're missing the next one. But, uh, you know, good things come to those who wait, so they say. Uh, and hopefully everyone will be cured of their ailments and other commitments, and hopefully we'll all be together May 11th. Hopefully see you all then. Uh, if I can, I will get a previously in the many lands uh, session out, possibly on May the uh, uh, May the fourth. But I uh, but I will uh, <laughs> I will keep you abreast of that situation. <laughs> May the eleventh be with you. Yes. Uh, until then, whatever you're doing, look after each other, stay safe, and good night. Bye. 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 Thank you for choosing the many lands campaign here on the Slice and Dice podcast. We live stream the campaign fortnightly, Wednesdays from 7pm GMT, only on our Twitch channel. Show your support and subscribe today. That's twitch.tv slash slicing d6. You can also catch up at your convenience via our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay safe. Mm-hmm.